Now, if you're in the kitchen, have a look around. Do you, are there little jobs to be done? Is a little handle falling off? Is those one of those, you know, those awkward hinges, are they falling off the door? Or is there a flat pack that you bought in one of the shops that sells, multiple shops that sells flat packs? And are you resting your clothes on it? Are the kids putting their football boots in it? Is it sitting in the corner? But you know what you, who you might need? And he's on the line from Galway now, from East Galway, actually. Martin Glynn, good morning. Good morning, Shay. Thanks for having me. I think we need you in, in my house and other houses around the place because you are a DIY expert. Um, I suppose, well, to be honest, my that sounded very like my house not that long ago as well. So it's a, it's a, a tradesman's house is the last house to get done, they say. As a cobbler's shoes, isn't that what they say? Same, <laughs> same thing. Uh, so actually, you started, you decided to start your own DIY academy. So tell us how that came about. Yeah, so... Um, Back during the lockdowns, I suppose, um, I, f- I finally had time to do all these little jobs that you spoke about there a minute ago and uh, around around the house. And I actually found the lockdowns pretty uh, enjoyable. The first two anyway, the third one, I kind of got a bit old, I have to be honest. But um, and I found I could see a lot of um, people struggling with the with the lockdown. So I kind of paired it back to where this is, where, how the how people are struggling. And I'm actually I wouldn't say enjoying it, but uh, didn't mind the lockdowns as much. I got to spend time with my kids and uh, and wife, which was fantastic. But um, I just thought that people were idle, and I just didn't have a minute to myself when I was uh, <laughs> when I had all these little jobs to do. So um, I just started um, it started coming into my head then that um, if we just if people just knew the the basic basic skills um, it, it encompasses an awful lot of, uh, of what you can do around your house especially and uh, once you can do a bit of DIY you're probably never going to be idle and uh, that's where it kind of um, originated I suppose You're like Delia Smith teaching people how to cook eggs because the <laughs> basics are very important so it's very we have, to, we have to be very clear at the start you are a carpenter by trade Yes So yeah, this, is, I, this is your job yeah, so I uh, I went straight into carpentry after after um, school back a long time ago, about nineteen ninety eight, and um, yeah, lived in America and uh, had a, have had great fun with it. It's a it's, it's great um, to have in the in, in the locker to to get to travel and there's a lot of uh, big advantages to it, a lot of freedom with it. Well, it's it's a kind of trade, and I I was a painter and decorator myself, but, but with carpentry you can either be you can be a joiner, you can work in a workshop. You can be out on site. You can work with builders doing shuttering carpentry, where you're you're making molds for concrete. There's so many different things to carpentry. Yeah, there is, and that's a, that's where um, where we were looking at as well because it goes in so many different directions. People just think that uh, carpenter is a carpenter, but um, there's so many different facets to it. And um, yeah, that was something we were looking at as well and trying to um, uh, figure out how to help people in that area because you could be ringing somebody to fix a kitchen and they might might not be um, strong in that area. You know, there could be a shuttering carpenter, for example. So uh, a lot of people just think it's just a carpenter as a carpenter, but uh, there's a lot of different areas to which you're, you're, you're right there. So tell us about the DIY, online DIY Academy. Yeah, so, well, for the last year, it's actually just going up in a year now, we've been doing live courses all over Galway and uh, in-person courses where we just... Um, uh, just teaching them the basics. It was um, we, the first couple of weeks of it is all household DIY, the stuff that they can implement as soon as they get home. Like um, as you were saying, these kitchen doors, uh, damaged walls, hanging pictures, shelving, stuff like that. And uh, then the second half of it, as I said, uh, I'm a carpenter, so I love kind of working with wood and reclaimed wood, especially. Uh, so we kind of do get into a bit of the creative side of it and uh, make stuff with pallets and uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, what's the the breakdown of the people on the courses in terms of um, numbers of uh, genders, men, women, etc.? 
Uh, we, we were kind of surprised by that, to be honest. We thought it was going to be all men uh, that, that would have taken it up. But uh, it's been predominantly female, to be honest. And um, it's uh, which is surprisingly much better crack. And I'd say the lads that do the course aren't good crack, but uh, they find it harder to let the guard down, whereas um, uh, the women doing the course are just delighted to do, to do something like this because I suppose in school they never had the practical subjects we had, so they're really um, excited by, by using a drill and this uh, these um, skills that they're picking up and they're uh, they're pure messers, to be honest. So the crack, the crack of the classes is very good, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you see people progressing week by week? I mean, can anybody can anybody do this? Can anybody p- learn to do something in the house? Yes, uh, we've been doing it in schools now as well with TY classes and we've been working with the East Galway Family Services in Ballyban there. We're hoping to bring it to a whole new demographic there for maybe young lads that are struggling in school and maybe it's not for them. And just show them there's a new avenue that uh, that we can uh, can ease them into and show them um, different different mm. world of apprenticeships, which is important oh. because I suppose, look, at if school isn't for you, it can be kind of scary and you think that's the only avenue uh, for you at that age and uh, so we want to show them something else and show them that there's a whole new world there Listen, we went out to dinner the other night with a few friends of mine and the richest person at the table was a plumber so <laughs> there you go don't mind the IT consultant the richest fellow yeah. at the table but it doesn't matter and, and just not to get it's a whole different subject but apprenticeships they are available they're really important there's a huge demand for apprentices there's some apprenticeships are not like when I was out and about and they were making you boil water in a can on a wood fire out in the in a building side of houses with no electricity these you know got to a college it's very well regulated now so anybody listening this morning and their their uh, daughter or son or whoever is uh, thinking of an apprenticeship please be very positive about it because it's brilliant it's a brilliant pathway and this is some, and you could even have your own online DIY academy as well what are, what are the things that people want to learn when they come to you um, the, the vastness of the, of the projects that people want to take on but just can't make that start just the fear of making that start it's been uh, attics oh, there's everything um, people sliding doors um it's it's uh, the the vastness of it is, is incredible and what people really want to try but can't get that that uh, start and that's the most important part because as I always say to them look at this the part of the project that's stopping you uh, if you get started once you get there you'll have it figured out by then but people seem to think they need to know every single step of the way before they get started which isn't the case that isn't even the case for me when I'm taking on projects I kind of have a fair idea what I'm doing uh, most of the time but there's always something there that uh, that you'd be kind of thinking jeez what, what, what do I do here now when I get to this but make the start I keep, tell, keep telling people just make the start back yourself and uh, you'd be surprised a lot of this uh, comes down to using the correct products and using the correct tools so during the the online course which has just been launched today um, we do we have a video a practical video every week uh, a, a video on a, on a product every week on the, on the same week and then a, pro, a video of a tool so we kind of break it down uh, slowly further in bite sized chunks that they can they can slowly gain that confidence to start these projects because um, you'd be you'd be surprised how much you're, you're able to do but if you don't start you, you, you have no hope you know I'm just thinking, you know, you were saying that the, the start the project and then we're not talking about now knocking a hole in the wall to pull a door in and without thinking about how you support it, etc. We're talking about small, start small. Yes, yeah, so it's beginner course. So like we're, um, we're we're looking at getting the small jobs done first and uh, there's plenty of them around the place and look at that grows confidence. So look at hang that picture, um, fix that uh, damaged piece of wall, paint that wall, whatever it may be. 
but uh, just kind of because as the journey goes on you'll gain that little bit more confidence and um, I wouldn't say the word be underwhelmed by how easy it is but if you're using the right stuff and feel a bit more confident um, you'd be surprised what you're capable of and um, another part of it too is, is the fear of going into our builders providers or our hardware shops um, and asking for help you know, these, these guys are very they're willing to help us so Make sure and get in there, familiarise yourself with uh, with these people and you don't have to know exactly what you need going in there. Um, ask them, tell them the project you're doing and uh, they'll probably give you a couple of solutions for it, to be uh, honest. I, I, need to, I need to clarify something for you. Um, I don't know, you're based in East Galway. I've been to some builders providers in my time and their, their nightmare is at half nine in the morning when everybody's in with the vans that you're up there going, listen, I have this floor. They're like, what do you need? <laughs> what do you need? So it's not, it's not, a, you're making it out to be very fluffy and friendly and it can be kill or be killed in those queues sometimes. And then, yeah, you're give, then you're given a docket and then you've got to face the fellas in the warehouse who are zooming around in forklift trucks at 40 miles an hour and you have to hand the docket to them and then they look at you and go, eh, wait over there. And then they might come back and they say, where's your car? And you go, it's all the way down the car park. Well, bring it up. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I think I might have some post-traumatic stress from having spent too much time in builders' providers over the years. But you're right. There are some nice, very nice people working behind the counters in builders' yeah. providers who will give you some advice. Yeah, exactly. When you familiarise yourself with them, like you know what I mean, they'll, uh, they'll get to know you, and you know they're actually really good characters behind them counters. And uh, before you know it, uh, you'll be you'll be one of the one of their own. And uh, you know, but uh, yeah, the same again. You have to get started. Have to get in there, meet them, and maybe pick your timing. Uh, avoid early in the morning when the, when the, the vans are in there. <laughs> There's a text in asking, what basic set of tools should every house have? Um. Well, the most important thing is with tools. A lot of people probably have them already. You know, they probably pick them up over the years and never use them. But the important thing with tools is you mind them and put them in a place where you know where they are when you need them. Because um, a lot of the time, people have oh, I, I I know I have that. I know pliers and it's there somewhere. I go looking for it. You've an hour wasted there. So you have to value your time. So make sure whatever tools you have, get them together and make sure they're um, they're where you, they're where where you know you know they are, and uh, so you can put your hand to them when you need them. But um, look at it, there's different levels in this, you know, so um, you could get away with an awful lot with just uh, basic hand tools. Yeah, I know in, in our house, my dad was a painter and decorator, uh, unfortunately passed now, but uh, the favourite tool for changing plugs was a, a butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for filling walls, maybe a butter knife was very, very handy as well. So you could do anything with it. We're like MacGyver, you could do anything uh, with a butter knife. Uh, Michael says that the ch- uh, chain tool changing of life or change of life tool for him was an impact driver. What's an impact driver? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> That's like we just gave you a Rolls Royce. It's like, know, oh, yeah. yes, the impact driver. Tell, you, tell us it's about trade, the impact driver. Tradesmen all over the country going, oh, yes. But, uh, <laughs> now, an impact driver is essentially like a, a, a battery um, or a, a screwdriver, electric screwdriver that um, is impacts as it, uh, as it puts the screw in for you. So, um, yeah, a very special uh, tool in the toolbox for, for all tradesmen. And it's only come out in the last couple of years. I know you have, you have your battery drill, which, uh, which will do the same thing. But, um, yeah, everyone loves the impact driver for some reason. So when you've got long um, wooden screws, particularly, yeah. with maybe with, with a, that uh, hexagonal head on it, like it's very hard to drive those with a, a, a drill. This vibrates the, it in, is it? 
Yeah, it's, it's essentially like, you, you, did you ever see in Formula One when um, they change the tyres, that kind of, that noise, that brr, brr, you know, yeah. it, it kind of impacts as, as it uh, puts the screw in. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what it does, to be honest, but it just does something to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and are you a fan of the battery tools? Yeah, well, like the building sites have gone to the stage now where um, using electrical power is is um, is a bit more difficult. And uh, to be honest, battery tools have got so good recently that um, there's no real need for for electric on on site. And um, the the price of tools has come down massively over the last couple of years, which is fantastic as well. It's a massive advantage to us. So if you um, had uh, like your drill, you know, to start off, a drill is all you need really in, in, in that area. You don't need to have chop saws, all this kind of stuff. You know, when you go onto YouTube, you see that they've all these crazy tools, which I wouldn't even have a lot of them. But um, just the basics, like a half-decent drill, which you could probably have in the shed already, and I just were afraid to take it out of the box. But um, yeah, look, at it. it's, uh, the battery tools have really come on in the last couple of years. I remember when they came out first, um, they were very weak and, you know, they probably weren't worth, uh, worth their salt, to be honest. But nowadays, they're fantastic. We're getting a lot of texts in about walls. Uh, I have powdery walls. I have hollow walls. What kind of you know asking asking you questions about fixtures? Are you are, do you do any lessons on walls on how to put things, how to hang yeah. things on them? Yeah, that's the first week of the course. To be honest, that's that's the sequence which we teach it is is important. So um, when uh, we, the first thing we do is identify the walls we have in our house and how to attach to them. And uh, so we show them uh, like there's only most most of the time there's only two walls here in Ireland. So and when you know what to use, so you've either a block wall or a stud wall. And uh, when you when uh, a stud wall would be kind of a, a partition wall, I suppose, would be another name for it. And uh, when you can identify where these this piece of timber are in behind your wall, um, it makes life so much easier. So we just show you how to identify where they are um, and how to attach to it. And that, that covers an awful lot uh, when it comes to hanging pictures, hanging shelves. If you know how to attach properly, like there's a lot of houses I go into and you see stuff hanging off a piece of plasterboard and you know it's going to come off fairly soon but um, a few small things like that that's the kind of stage one of of the course and then we show people how to fix mistakes then almost immediately because once you know how to fix mistakes which we all make um, it uh, gives you the confidence to push forward and uh, and tackle these these projects uh, There's loads of text coming in asking you questions so I can't get through all of them but one of them is uh, speaking of walls I have dry powdery poured concrete walls in an old council house can't get anything into them yeah, well, look at you're probably looking at uh, at a masonry bit there. I don't want to go too deep into this, but uh, a masonry bit with a roll plug, like roll plugs around longer than us. So um, very simple fix. And uh, if you it's, again, it's down to the right tools. It's um, if it's an, an, the older the house, you know, it could be a stone wall. You're going back a long time there. But most most your walls are block walls. Uh, all your external walls be block, and then your internal walls upstairs, especially, be a stud wall. So. That's something we kind of go through first, get people, um, and especially when each week when we, when we do our classes, we they can go home and implement these skills straight away in their own houses. So it's important to uh, for them to learn this stuff at the start. So in-person classes, are they in your Portumna direction, are you? Yeah, so we have a full uh, batch of them starting again this week. We have Oran Moore on Tuesday, Portumna on Wednesday, and Westside Knocknacarra on Thursday. So it's all kicking off this week and we have our... <laughs> Uh, online course starting today as well so it's uh, a busy busy time Claire says I went to hang a picture and I hit electrical cable actually some oh, safety is something we need to talk about probably before we get all the texts in that we haven't mentioned safety then I had the cost of electricians says Claire but that's easily avoidable 
Yeah, well, you've you've ever been scared of the chainsaw story a few minutes ago, so it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, no, it is true. Um, the the main thing is with the with the electrical. So if you if you look at your wall, so directly above and dire- or directly below your wall, your sockets or your light switches, there's a wire. So don't take the risk. Say, look, I've probably gone up there, so I can drill underneath it. Don't don't ever just go either side of your switches or your uh, your 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 plugs or your light switches, and you should be safe enough. You can also buy quite cheaply a detector that will let you know if there's an electrical yes, cable. Yes. They're very, yeah. very cheap, like 20 euro, I think. And there's another one for a stud detector. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. what it sounds like if you don't know what we're talking about building-wise. Get me- the coppers. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. My husband, is fanta- <laughs> My husband is fantastic at DIY and our three children, two boys and a girl, uh, all inherited without any training. I'm amazed. One daughter brings drills home on the tube in London to set up her bed DIY style. Isn't that great? I, mean, yeah, I, have two, I have two daughters myself. They're seven and nine, and they love it. Uh, Ruby and Mila, so they're uh, well able for it. So it's, there's no no reason why we shouldn't be. A big shout out to Ruby and Mila who have their own contracting company in Port Thomas. So <laughs> if you need anything, don't give them a shout. Uh, the big question for me, this is a big question now, is how to get a shelf straight. I never seem to be able to get it right. It's 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 complicated. Like it's complicated yeah. enough now. Well, like if you think about level lines in your house, so this, we, we have a spirit level, but not everybody would have a spirit level, or especially not a laser level in their house. But uh, if you your ceilings are usually perfectly straight, perfectly level. So if you measure down from your ceiling the same distance both sides, it'll give you a perfectly level line. Does that make sense? That makes absolute sense. Yeah, so you can measure up from the floor as well, I'm sure, but floors are would be 99% level, I suppose, but ceilings are always very, very level. So if it comes to putting up curtain poles, for example, uh, shelves especially, uh, measure down from your ceiling. Instead. Don't, you, you don't need to go into and buy a, a level for yourself. You know, you can uh, have all these little tricks that, uh, that'll help you. Oh, but lads, you said laser there earlier, and I, I'd say all the, the ears perked up. We'd look Formula <laughs> One impact drivers and lasers. Actually, a laser level is essentially it's just a light that spins around, and it'll. Some, most of them are self-leveling. It'll level, yeah. and then it'll as it as it as it skims by the wall, as it, the light goes around the wall, you'll be able to mark where you want to make sure it's level. So they're they're, and again, if you're going to do a lot of work in the house, they're really worth it. If you're hanging cupboards or something like that in the kitchen, they can be they can be very useful. Yeah, very much so. And um, but look, it's not essential. Uh, we have there's a lot of little tricks to trade that uh, that we like to share and show people what they what they can they can be resourceful in, in their in their own home rather than going out and spending big money on on tools. Listen, hang on, Martin, I have to interrupt you there. There's people listening to this who've told their partners that they have to have that tool, and that they went <laughs> I, out and bought I don't it. Mind. They went to the centre aisle of the supermarket because it was in the magazine, and they bought it. And now you're ruining their lives. Um, you mentioned re- uh, reusing wood. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I loved it, uh, working with pallets and uh, and reclaimed wood. So it's uh, I love making stuff from because like, the the woods uh, wood we have in a pallet is actually really good and strong. Even though it's it's in pallet form, when you take it apart, it's a really good material to work with. And uh, if you want to make stuff outside as well, it's really well treated that it'll last the test of time. And uh, this it's very um, it's, you could very user friendly once you once you get pallets apart, you can make furniture uh, furniture for outside. So it's it's very um, you can do so much with it. There's a bit of work in breaking down the pallet, isn't there? You've, you... Yeah. So make sure you had a bad day, and then uh, before you go breaking down your pallet, and you'll fly through it. <laughs> in fact, the, there are companies now that make cushions specifically for yes. pallet furniture. So you can actually go online and put in pallet cushion, and it'll come up and it'll fit. This I think there's generally two sizes of pallets. There's a Euro pallet and there's a standard pallet that we'd be familiar with. Euro ones fit between the arches of a, a transit van, and the, there's a slightly bigger one. Um, but you can buy cushions to actually fit those. 
yeah and there's so much stuff there on on uh, on YouTube and stuff that you can watch and uh, make this stuff and like I I love all, all that stuff but unfortunately people um, who don't have the, the initial skills the beginner skills they'll, they'll love what they'll love to be able to do this but we'll never make that jump. So that's why it's important to kind of learn learn a few skills initially. And then once you have that confidence, instead of watching these videos on YouTube, you can actually, you know what, I know how to make that and uh, I can give that a go. And uh, that's what I always say, give it a go. You have, you have nothing to lose. It's not uh, it's not the end of the world if things go wrong. So we should, it's um, well worth having a crack at it. I've just finished a course with Martin. Had no idea of power tools, etc. Really learned a lot. Uh, it's a very genuinely a very enjoyable and practical course. And I have to say, he has the patience of a saint. <laughs> is that true? I have to say, I am really enjoying the courses, and uh, you, I, you don't need patience. It's, it's we're having, as I said, it, it is uh, a lot of the courses are, are female and they're pure messers, and like uh, the fun we've been having has been has been fantastic. It's something I didn't didn't think about. I thought it was going to be very serious, and uh, everything's going to be DIY. And but no, we've been having great fun, and uh, as I said, they've they've been fantastic, and. They're, they're well able to do it. Everyone that's that's gone through the course so far in the last year has um, has definitely picked up the skills and is because uh, we share we're all in these groups now and we share pictures of the projects they're doing and like I'm surprised by by some of them to be honest I'm going to go and do that seemed like a lot to, a big big bit to bite off but they're no problem once they get started they're fine. Well, I have to say you're very encouraging and, and uh, I'm, I'm looking at some uh, Instagram stuff of you as well so and, and there's some amazing projects there on Instagram. Yeah, so we're we're on the social pages there, uh, Instagram and Facebook. So you can um, you can give a look at a lot of them tips I spoke about on there. We try to get, share them as much as we can, and uh, then we have our our website, uh, the DIY Academy. Ie, and uh, I've been told to say the DIY Academy because of my Galway accent is T H E DIY Academy. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, maybe that's the way it's supposed to be said. Yeah, duh. I think I think Shakespeare had a Dublin accent anyway. So don't worry about. Yeah, yeah, so it's uh, the DIY Academy. <laughs> and you can see everything on there as well. So it's not D, it's there. I'm just writing that down. T H E. You're very good. Martin, I'd love talking to you. Um, no problem. Thanks for having me, Shane. Not at all. And, and brilliant. And I encourage everybody to go online. So, uh, Martin Glynn talking to us from Nearport Tumblr this morning. Have a lovely day. 